0: Welcome to Hive Mind, the weekly podcast from the Beehive about the latest and greatest in pop culture. I'm Meg Walter in studio today with Nick Morley and Eli McCann. Hey guys!
1: Hi, great how's to it, see you. How's it going? So good. Happy
0: post Fourth of July. Yes. Um, we're excited today to be talking about Jurassic World. Are we? We're so excited to be I, talking about Jurassic I'm World. So pumped. Uh, however, we have a few things to get to before we get to Jurassic World. News broke this week that uh, Greta Gerwig. We'll be directing... (laughs) Little Women. A New Little Women. And? Starring the best people in Hollywood. Yes. Uh, Saoirse Ronan. I always say her name wrong. Saoirse. Saoirse. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Uh, (laughs) Timothy Chalamet. Charlemagne. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: Emma Stone. Yes. Meryl Streep. (laughs) I'm going to camp outside for months (laughs) to get get tickets to this movie. I cannot wait.
1: Do you remember the the version in the 90s with What's-Her-Name? Do
0: I remember the version in the 90s with What's-Her-Name? That movie formed the person I am today. Oh. We had the VHS, and I watched it a lot. It was so good.
1: So are you nervous that this is going to be, like, ruin your childhood?
0: No, because I've seen... A million iterations of Pride and Prejudice, and I've liked them all. Okay. It's just different interpretations of a story. I think it will be updated. I think it will be a little more artistic because in the 90s, they played it pretty straight, right? Mm -hmm. Wait, is this –
2: are they taking it back or are they doing present-day Oh, no, it'll be like colonial America. Okay, all right. Yeah.
0: I was was worried. She better not (laughs) dare or she's dead to me. Uh, Anyway, can't wait for that. And right now, they say everyone's in talks, but I hope that all those casting decisions actually do play out, um, and we have a new masterpiece, Little Woman. Uh, Nick, tell me what you're watching lately. So, in preparation
2: to talk about this horrible movie... What? You guys have differing opinions? (laughs) We'll get to it. Okay, all right. I've gone back to summer blockbusters, Um Kind of spurred from a few years ago, my wife and I started watching Jaws every year on the week of the 4th of July. It's just what we do. Awesome. Um, it's my favorite summer blockbuster of all time. And I, I think it's dying, guys. I think the summer blockbuster used to be something so fun. And I think it's fun for, like, middle schoolers now. But I don't know. Are we, have we had, like, a really great movie?
0: I think that summer blockbusters used to be good. Uh, like, Jaws is yeah. a good movie.
2: Back to the Future is a good movie.
0: Transformers is not a good movie. No.
2: No. Jurassic Park is a good movie. The original is a What's Happened to us? I can't think of the last time there was a good summer
1: blockbuster. Mad Max? Yeah, people loved that. I I did like
0: Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Which and I like the second one, which was last Mm -hmm. summer. So But those are few and far between. Right.
2: So I wanted to get you guys' opinion. Because like I mean, Aliens was awesome. Alien was awesome. Like these are like all the movies that like filled the theaters back then, and now I think we're we're just seeing the same thing over and over and over again. I don't think we're getting really original. Um,
0: Are we getting old? No,
1: we're not. We're not. (laughs) That cuts deep. (laughs) No, some of those some of those summer blockbusters from the '90s have stood the test of time. You can watch them now, and they're still like, oh, that's a that's a good movie. They age really well. Are we
0: loyal to those movies because we remember them being good?
1: I don't think so. I think about for think about the original Jurassic Park movie. It was like there were scenes of that that were just like cinematic masterpiece. And you can still look at those. The whole scene where they get out of the car and whatever and she's looking at the ground and then they see the dinosaurs for the first time and he turns her head and the music's playing. That is phenomenal filmmaking. And like my parents who were older than I am now at that time were like, wow, this is a really good movie. Like everybody thought that was a good movie.
0: I just remember being at a family barbecue and my grandpa talking about how much he hated Forrest Gump.
1: (laughs) Why did he hate it?
0: Because it wasn't a movie from his time. You know, yeah. it was.
1: Well, your grandpa is also the opposite of a hippie. And Forrest Gump is kind of like. a.
0: My, he was actually an actor. And he was like really, really into movies. Yeah. Uh, and he just did not like Forrest Gump, which might be the best movie ever made.
2: It could be. It's up there. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I just feel like people form their opinions at a certain point in life. And maybe they dislike anything that doesn't conform to those opinions, that said, Transformers is terrible. Most of the summer yeah. blockbusters are terrible. I don't know yeah. that they are all terrible and will be terrible right. for the rest of our lives.
2: Hmm. It just seems like, are we going to look back? Because, like, we can look back at these movies. I mean, Aliens came out in the 80s. Jurassic Park came out early 90s. And we look back at them now, and we, I look back and I say, these are excellent. Are we going to look back at Guardians of the Galaxy in 20 years and say, this is one of the great summer blockbusters of our time. Oh. Like... I don't know. I guess we'll never know. Time will tell. Time will tell. Time <laughs> will tell. Anyways, I've been rewatching them. It's super fun uh, just in the spirit of of going into that realm of, of cinema and I think it's great to just have fun with movies. I've been kind of depressed with the shows I've been watching lately so I needed a little... Sure.
0: That's a little fair. break. <laughs>
2: uh, Handmaid's Tale was... I don't think I'll watch the next season. I, yeah. we, How long does it take to get it?
1: I try, I watched the first half Of the first episode, and I kept, like, getting on my phone on Twitter. (laughs) Do I just need to give it a little bit more time, or is it just not going to be for me? Yeah, it was episode one, season one. The first. I honestly,
0: this is going to be the most annoying English major thing I'm ever going to say, but I would just read the book. Really? The book's really good. The book's short. It's the same gist. You don't have to spend 80 hours of your life on it. Yeah, read the
1: book. Okay, okay.
0: Eli, what have you been watching?
1: So... Uh, Netflix kept recommending Nanette, mm-hmm. and it's a stand-up comedy show by
0: Hannah Gadsby.
1: Hannah Gadsby, uh, Australian woman, and um, it just like kept popping up. And I, I watch a lot of stand-up comedy on Netflix, and so I th- I think maybe that's why, or I thought that was why. And so finally, I just like clicked on it, and I got like a couple minutes into it, and I was like, oh, I don't hate this, but this isn't my kind of humor. Like, her, her comedic timing just isn't my, you know, whatever. And so I was just like, eh, I'm not going to sit through this whole thing. So I, like, turned it off. And then a few days later, Meg texted me, and she was like, you need to watch this or something. Yes. And yes. And um. And so I was like, why? And then I, I pulled up an article, and I this is why I kind of hesitate even wanting to talk about this. I pulled up this article, and the first line of the article was like, everybody needs to watch the net. And if you haven't watched it, don't read this article because the less you know, the better. Mm-hmm. And so I like shut the article down. And I was like, now I'm very intrigued. And I went and watched it. And I'm gonna talk about it. So if you haven't seen it, maybe just like skip ahead like twenty-five minutes, because that's how long I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> no, skip ahead a couple minutes. But uh it was really difficult to watch. It's it challenging. Was, it was challenging. It is really, really uh like interesting, it's funny at times. Um, and it has left like an effect on me. Yeah. What What was your experience, Meg?
0: Um, to be fair, I'm pregnant, but I bawled. Yeah. Through Nanette, I I was also hesitant to watch it because so many people were like Nanette, and it like started to feel like a chore. Where I was like, this is gonna be like yeah. an indictment on society. And I'm going to feel bad, but it was really worth it. And it is really funny at times. She is a good comedian and she uses that comedy to make you, the viewer, reflect on what comedy does and the effect it can have and the effect it can have on a comedian, which is something I had kind of considered because I've done some humor writing. I've done some self-deprecating writing. I've wondered if it's like good for the soul. I've wondered what the end game is um, in the terms of like self-esteem and development. And she addressed all those and then more. Yeah. I mean, her issues go far beyond mine. She's a very butch lesbian mm-hmm. um, who lived in Tasmania, which was pretty homophobic. I mean, it's yeah. just it's very eye-opening and very, very well done in a way that wasn't obnoxious.
1: One of the most interesting things that she said, and have you seen it? I haven't, okay. no. We're ruining it for you. No one worries. Of the most <laughs> One of the most interesting things she says in it is uh, it's, during the first half of the routine, she tells um, jokes that are like stories about things that she's been through that she's told a lot over the years. And so she'll like tell this story about like this thing that happened to her and yada, 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 punchline and uh, everybody laughs. And then later on in the routine, she says, I'm going to quit comedy because I'm sick of comedy because it feels like an incomplete part. I'm, I'm sharing an incomplete part of myself because a joke just needs a beginning and a middle. And so you just have to have like this tension that you build up at the beginning and then you give a punchline and then you step out of that story. But a story has a beginning, middle and end. And then she goes back to those jokes and she's like, here was the beginning. Here was my punchline. But this is what happened after. And it was terrible. It was devastating. And it, devastating, you know, and then this is how I was treated after that punchline that we all laughed at. And I'm sick of not being able to share that part of myself. It's made me think a lot about like jokes and like why we joke and why we use humor and, and how it can be valuable and how it can also be destructive. So I would recommend people go and watch it. It's It can be a little bit rough to watch. There's some language in it. So if that's offensive to you, uh, I'd say buck up and just deal with it. But yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Put on your big boy pants. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. You've been warned.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay Nanette, on Netflix, streaming on Netflix. It's yeah. an hour?
1: Yeah, it's about an hour.
0: Our sound special from uh, Sydney Opera House, which I'd never seen the interior of. So hmm. it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I just finished Glow Season 2. If you're not familiar with Glow, it's about the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, which was a show on cable in the 80s for kids, uh, wherein these women in elaborate costumes wrestled (laughs) for 30 minutes every Saturday morning.
1: It was for kids? Yeah.
0: It was on, like, the same time as cartoons. Okay. Uh, This is the story. I mean, it's a very fictionalized version of how the show came to be and the women wrestlers who are in it. And I believe it's the best thing Netflix has ever done.
1: I saw the first episode, so I should keep going. I
0: love Glow so much. First season, phenomenal. Second season, even better. The cast is an embarrassment of riches. Mark Maron is in it as like this cremogeny director who's a misunderstood artist who made like schlock films. <laughs> um, he's perfect in it. Alison Brie from Mad Men and Community is the lead role. Um, her co-star is someone I'd never heard of, but she is dynamite in it. It's wonderful. It's a female ensemble cast. Every character is given love and attention. It's really funny. It's really heartbreaking. Cannot recommend Glow Enough. Again, there's language. There's adult content. I'm 32 years old. I'm okay. You are? I know, right? (laughs) I also saw Won't You Be My Neighbor.
1: Uh, don't ruin it for me. I don't want you to... I'm going to go there's see There's nothing to no ruin. Spoilers. You're
0: going to cry. I That's know all. I, um, You're just going to cry. I cry
1: every time. Like, not even just the previews. Somebody would be like, you should go see Do- Won't You Be My Neighbor? And I'm like, <laughs> I really should.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Won't You... And this isn't a spoiler. Won't You Be My Neighbor? I'm so used to, I guess, cynicism. And watching movies and documentaries where there's a twist. You know? Mm-hmm. There's this guy, but he's not that guy. And you know like... There's this kid painter, but actually it's the dad. Like, just all these, like, seemingly normal people. And then there's, like, this bizarre turn of events. So in Won't You Be My Neighbor, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop and find out this horrible secret about Fred Rogers. Yeah. And there is no horrible secret about That's Fred great. Rogers. I mean, he was a little weird, but a really decent, kind guy who cared a lot about children. Yeah. Cannot recommend it I enough? thought,
1: Meg, I thought about you the other day because I was talking to my mom. And I was like, yeah, mom, that documentary, it won't you be my neighbors out. Um, I'm going to go see it. You should probably go see it too. I bet you would love it. And my mom was like, what is it? And I was like, it's about Mr. Rogers. And she goes, ugh, I had enough of that man in the 80s. And I was like, whoa, what's the – but it's because she was raising her children then. Yes. So, like, it would be like if your girls 20 years from now are like, Barbie on Netflix documentary. (laughs) 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 Mom, you should go see it.
0: I will say this, too, because I I know we need to get on because we're here to talk about Jurassic World and it's going to be great. But (laughs) – I'm not sure that kids today could handle Mr. Rogers of the 80s. Yeah. Um, They show a segment where he's like, we're going to learn what a minute is. And he turns on an egg timer and they all sit for one minute.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My kids would lose their freaking minds. I'm trying to imagine like a 21st century kid right now just like.
0: Ramona would like. It hit the TV, oh, like what is happening?
1: <laughs> okay, but any kid of any generation could enjoy the Crayon Factory episode.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> was that Mister Rogers yeah. or was that Reading Rainbow?
1: No, I think that was Mister Rogers, the Crayon episode.
0: Okay, I get him confused. Uh,
1: Tweet at us if you uh, think we're Reading Rainbow.
0: Wrong. Did the Domino's thing?
1: Yeah, which is totally
0: ingrained in my memory forever.
1: Read, reading Rainbow was good. Good programming. And you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs>
0: take a look. Simple. Is it Pledge so,
2: Week? Is, are, are we pitching yeah. right now?
0: <laughs> Give money to your local. I actually am a PBS donor so that I can watch Great British Baking Show before it's on Netflix.
2: Is that, are they still producing it?
0: Yeah, it's new hosts now. I haven't is watched it, any of the new hosts. The American
2: really. version got nixed, right? Like I never watched it. Who would want to watch That's an blasphemy. American version? It's really bad. But they had um. Paul Hollywood. Oh, there. they did? Yeah. So, like, that was the only, like, reason that... Did, did he speak in an American accent? <laughs> I hope
1: not.
0: Oh. All right, guys, you ready?
1: Yes! As, as ready as I'll ever it's be. It's
0: Jurassic Park, scary after dark. <laughs> Let's start by what? talking about how great Jurassic Park, the original. Phenomenal. Really is. It's such a good movie.
1: Cinematic masterpiece.
0: Jeff Goldblum, shirtless in the basement on the walkie-talkie...
1: Uh
0: is the best thing i've ever seen must in my go faster life. must go faster with the objects faster.
1: in the mirror cl- closer than they appear on the mirror i mean that was phenomenal
0: everything about that movie the slow build the majesty of the brontosaur eye oh. the uh <laughs> the
1: brontosaur eye
0: you know the, all the talk about what this park is going to do the concerns of the lawyer the exposition Which is so well done because it's like a ride in the park. Like, this movie was so thought out.
1: They didn't overdo it.
0: So good. There were a
1: few scary encounters with dinosaurs, but they were the exception and not the rule in the movie. And
0: you, like, only saw the scary dinosaurs, like, briefly. Yeah. Like, to build tension. I was so bored with scary dinosaurs by the end of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I was like, if I have to see one more raptor.
1: I'm going to kill my. I'm going to lose <laughs> yeah. it. This
0: was such a boring movie.
1: Yeah. It was. It, it, I will say, like, people keep saying, so I wrote, like, a nasty recap about it. And people are like, oh, after reading, like, your angry recap, now I kind of want to see it. And I've been telling people, no. What I didn't get across, though, is, like, despite all of the ridiculousness and all of the things you can make fun of in this movie, it was also just really boring to
2: watch.
0: Nick, what do you think?
2: You know, I'm— I don't think of myself as too much of a movie snob. Like, I try and take movies for what they are and, like, try to enjoy them. But this movie just sucked. It was just s- really boring, like you said. And the acting was terrible. And, like, <laughs> we, I saw it last night, so that's still fresh. Traumatic experience. But my wife and I were, like, laughing at one point with, like, some of the scenes of dialogue. And they're they're cloning humans now. They They weren't in the park.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> when they revealed the the spoiler alert. If you I mean don't see this movie. Don't go. Just
1: don't go see it.
0: There's this really stupid plot line they throw in where old man Babe Farmer who turns out uh what's his face? The original John Hammond, John Hammond. had a business partner we never knew about. Yeah. Sure. Okay. He has a granddaughter. But wait, it's not his granddaughter. It's his daughter who died in a car accident and then he cloned, which would be a compelling, interesting story if it was more than a sentence explaining that at yeah. one point. Yeah. So at the end of the movie, we're just going to skip right to the end. Yes. OK. Because it's the best part. Okay. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt, who, by the way, have both played much better roles.
2: Way better. OK.
1: They're, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make an unpopular opinion. I think they're both really bad actors. I've never seen either of them in anything where I thought they acted well. Andy she Dwyer was the worst part of the help. He was the worst part of Parks and I Rec. I will
0: fight you I know on that you will. because Andy Dwyer explaining the plot of Rambo to the campaign donors <laughs> at a Leslie Nope campaign meeting is my favorite scene in Parks and Rec mm. of all time. Anyway, all right. All right. there's this poisonous gas that's going to kill all the dinosaurs who are launched. Locked in a basement dungeon, and they're like, Oh no, baby Stegosaurus is gonna die. Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard <laughs> is her oh. hands hovering over this huge red button, like a Staples button. <laughs> And Andy Dwyer, or sorry, Chris Pratt is like, no, think about what you're doing. Because
1: if she pushes the button, it will open doors and the dinosaurs will all be released into California. Into civilization. Into
0: Silicon Valley. Into <laughs> Sonoma. <laughs> wine country will be ruined.
1: There's supposed to be four levels underground at this point. Yeah. So how, is, how does this door even exist to the outside? I was like, wait, where? Like, they've shown them going down the elevator underground like 20 times in this movie. How are they all of a sudden
2: not underground? <laughs>
0: It doesn't matter. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so Bryce thinks about it. I have no idea what their names are, by the way. It I, It was like it three matter. hours. What are their
1: characters' names? It doesn't matter. They um, probably weren't even consistent with the no. names.
0: No, they probably changed like eight times. She was like Barbara. Right Doug! <laughs> and so her hand's heavy, and then she's like, no, baby Stegosaurus has to die. Like, you know, you can tell she's like. She has to sacrifice like, the dinosaurs <laughs> for the
2: good of the people.
0: Runs to Chris Pratt, like, cries on his shoulder. And then all of a sudden, they the hear doors like, open. Ding, 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 and they look over, and the little clone has like pressed the button, and she's like, "Is they're alive?"
1: <laughs> no, 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 no! Oh. Don't ruin this, Meg. This is the buildup. She's pushed the button, and they look at her, and they're like, oh, "You pushed the button!" And she says, "I had to. They're alive, like me." I went. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I saw this movie with Meg. And when she said they're alive like me, Meg did that like laugh like when you're trying to hold it in, but then it just jumps (laughs) out, and it was so loud like people in the theater like everybody turned their heads and they're like, "What was that?"
0: I couldn't take it. And then we were
1: we were
2: crying for the rest of the movie because we were laughing. So dumb. So so stupid. Let those things die.
0: So now there's a T Rex in the zoo roaring and a lion. (laughs) lion.
2: And the opposing uh, pride rocks, and they're taking turns <laughs> and roaring at each other. And they look out the window,
0: and there's like pterodactyl flying <laughs> over there. And then, <laughs> then they're surfing, and this dinosaur who wasn't even in the basement, yeah, because it's a water dinosaur. dinosaur there. <laughs> it comes out of the water.
2: <laughs> and the end scene is a raptor looking over his new kingdom of Sacramento. <laughs> yeah.
0: We should also talk about how when they release the dinosaur, a killer raptor looks back at Chris Pratt like, but you're my dad. <laughs> it's like... He'd have to go in a cage to be transported. And so it's like this, like, Harry and the Hendersons, like, well, this is goodbye. And then he runs into the woods like a killer raptor. It's going to eat people. Tell somebody. And I know. I was like, call the authorities. That authority. thing ripped off, like, three people's heads you just earlier. You guys need to call the police. But instead they just, like, take a family drive watching all the dinosaurs who are going to eat people.
2: Now it's like seeing deer on the highway. It's like, "Oh, look a deer." Now it's going to be like, "Look a raptor."
0: Anyway, that's the end. No,
1: Meg, I have to ask you. I've been mean I've been wanting to ask you this ever since we saw it. So there's this whole scene when they're escaping the island with all the dinosaurs and they they have to get the dinosaurs off the island because a volcano is blowing, mm-hmm. and um, they barely get the dinosaurs onto the ship in time, sure. but they miss one, and they're all on the ship, and it's pulling away, and it's like a long neck. What are those things even called? A brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. A long Come on, neck. Eli. Yeah, I saw lamb before time. That's Those are the names. So... And it's, like, standing there, and it's being engulfed in the smoke and lava, and they're pulling away, and it just, like, looks longingly at the ship, and it's like...
2: <laughs>
1: and everyone on the entire ship is openly weeping <laughs> for the Brontosaurus, and I... This is what I've been wanting to ask you, Meg. Did you cry during that? I did not
0: cry. I did feel sadness because I'm not dead inside, and the brontosaurus is a nice dinosaur, and I felt bad that it was dying. I did not feel bad for the dying raptor that they were all so hell-bent on saving. <laughs> like, blood transfusion for a T-Rex.
1: Oh, my gosh. When she was giving the X with the doctor, she's like, I need to perform a blood transfusion. And then she has this whole set of rules like, these t- type of dinosaurs are donors for this type of dinosaur, but that that one's not this. Thing. How does she know this?
0: Three toes, yeah. not two. <laughs> carnivore, and she's like a paleo. A paleo veterinarian, never having seen a dinosaur. Yeah. What's the school like for that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's uh, it's offered at DeVry. Um, I was
0: gonna say, is it like one of those become a minister God. online things? <laughs>
2: Oh my god. Congratulations,
0: you're paleo veterinarian. <laughs> she now. holds
2: up her printed certificate on
0: <laughs> So I guess we should maybe talk about like the plot of this thing where there's this volcano that's gonna blow on Isla Nebla where the Jurassic Park was. Right. And then down Jurassic by World.
1: Costa Rica. It only takes about an hour to get from there <laughs> to Sacramento by ship. <laughs> but anyway, keep going. <laughs>
0: And so Jeff Goldblum makes this really good point in front of Congress, like, hey, you know what? They eat people. We should probably just let them die. This is, like, nature's way of correcting a mistake. Mm -hmm. And Congress is like, we have decided not to take action. And Bryce Dallas Howard is like, oh, no, my babies. Which, by the
1: way, Congress (laughs) deciding not to take action was, like, the only realistic part of the movie.
0: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Political bird. Uh... So, but for some reason, she needs Chris Pratt to go. I don't know. And so she goes and finds Chris Pratt who's building a cabin. And he's like, but Blue's alive. Blue, the dinosaur that learned to love.
1: <laughs> Chris Pratt taught this dinosaur how to love yes, him. Yes.
2: That also kills people.
0: Uh, yes, it is a raptor.
2: <laughs> but it only kills the bad people. This is not a beagle. <laughs> <This is> not, <laughs> Let's get something straight this here. This is not
0: your golden retriever so he's like, I got to say blue. So they go on this, like, thing with, like, the dorky IT guy and the, like, resist paleo veterinarian. Oh, and it's, like, so over the top. Like, she's, like, at one point they call her, like, nasty woman. Like, it's very, like, winky. Like, the, the bad guys are misogynist. And the bad guys are, like, working for the executor to... Uh, babe farmers will.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and they want to get all the dinosaurs and sell them to other countries to fight wars.
0: Yes, because what's more efficient than a tank than a t- or a gun? A, a dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: you can't even train. So
0: they like Noah Ark these things and take like one of every species. <laughs> Noah <laughs> Ark. <laughs> like, <laughs> take you. them on the ship.
1: Oh my God. Go back to
0: California. They're all locked up in this basement. Evil Eli. His name's Eli. Oh, and yeah. the, we should talk about the house. The house is like the house from uh, a little princess in like yeah. 18th century England.
1: It's like, Renaissance, yeah. like yeah. In the middle of Northern California. Is he doing a fake British accent, too, by the way? Is the that...
0: British accents come and go. <laughs>
1: oh, the clone girl. She has a very inconsistent British They're accent. Bad. It is
0: so bad.
1: Yeah. They were, like, not even trying.
0: And, so, and then it's, like, the next two hours are them, like, trying to escape this dungeon. And there's, like, Russian bidders in this room paying, like, trillions of dollars for a raptor. When, again, like, buy a tank. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, yeah. the dinosaur they made. Because they make dinosaurs now. Right. Yeah, Escapes.
2: Yeah. Kills well, the bad guy. Does Chris Pratt let him out? No, they, they shoot a tranquilizer at the, guy, at the killer raptor they created. Two tranquilizer darts. He opens the door. That's a that great seems, idea. That seems wise. Arm gets bit off. All hell breaks loose after that. A mm.
0: um, couple of the Russians get eaten.
2: I think a lot of people get eaten. Don't, like...
0: They are dinosaurs. Right. Evil that... Eli gets eaten between two din- dinosaurs. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Ripped apart.
0: Uh, like It's like kind of romantic. Like They're sharing a soda at <laughs> an old-timey soda
2: shop.
1: Living this in the train. This is and... the night.
0: <laughs> and then they push the button, you know? And uh, now the dinosaurs are roaming California. So that's the movie. <sighs>
1: and there's going to be another one. There's
0: going to be more. A lion roared at the so, T-Rex. Li- oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> Nick, you watch Jaws. Yeah. Which is also Steven Spielberg. Yes. Also great. Did you see the Jaws sequels?
2: I didn't. I didn't dare watch them. They're
0: not good. So I I just wonder if this is what happens. When you make a summer blockbuster that's good, should you just plan on it being bastardized until the end of time? Is that just Hollywood?
1: Has there ever been a summer blockbuster movie that's had good sequels?
2: Aliens. Aliens was the only good one.
0: And again, I like Guardians of the Galaxy, the second one. So it can be done. Also, the Jurassic Park with William H. Macy. Oh, terrible. I actually liked it. Did you really? Which one one is that? It's the. So they made Jurassic World or Jurassic Park where it's like in San Diego. Yeah. And then they made another one where. They go back to a
2: different island, right? Yeah.
0: Where there are dinosaurs and their kid gets lost. I actually thought it was pretty good. So, like, I feel like it can be done. You could. Make a continuation of this story that's well done. They're just not. And why not? Because they can make money without trying.
1: So when I saw Independence Day Resurgence a couple years ago, I thought, this is the worst movie of all time. (laughs) Like, I had thought, so Jurassic World, the first one, I thought was the worst movie of all time. And then Independence Day Resurgent came out, and I was like, oh, no, this is worse. So when we went to this new Jurassic World movie last week, I was like, well, it can't be as bad as Independence Day Resurgence, and I think it actu- actually was. Wow. You, Meg, three quarters of the way through the movie, you said to me, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Now that some time has passed, do you still feel that way?
0: It was really bad. It was worse than the first Jurassic World, which was, Definitely. I thought, the worst oh, way movie worse. I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. It was way worse than the first one way worse.
0: I'm almost excited for the next one, honestly.
1: <laughs> It'll make a great pod. I just
0: want to see how far they can fall.
1: I just if we could just watch it at like double speed. I just it don't want to sit
2: through it.
0: long. Yeah. It's way too long. Did they
2: need a new director? Like could they make this like It
0: was a new director. Was it? Yeah.
2: Mm. I wonder if we can make was this it good, Greta though, Gerwig? because was it... <laughs> could you imagine Greta Gerwig or Wes Anderson doing a, uh, a Jurassic Park? I would watch a Wes Anderson Jurassic <laughs> World. I would Jurassic absolutely
0: World. watch a Wes Anderson Jurassic
2: Dinosaurs, World. like, writing notes to the neighbors. Can we eat you?
0: <laughs> that reminds me. Um...
2: That was a good impression of a Wes Anderson <laughs> narrator, by the way. <laughs> Rolling stones in the background. and
0: yeah. <laughs> um, The new Star Wars movie that came out. Uh, which one? With Solo? Solo. The original directors were supposed to be the guys who did uh, the Lego movie. Oh. Which would have been like a fun, refreshing. They do Last
2: Man on Earth. and
0: They're funny. Yeah, they're Mm. really funny. They walked away from the project. So I I don't know. I wonder if there's something about these big movies, if there's so many constraints from studios that gives the filmmakers very little freedom.
1: Huh. Like so much money is being thrown at this that they don't get
2: very much discretion.
0: Uh, that's what I wonder.
2: Well, the studios probably have a recipe now that's like, okay, let's do a 350 million dollar movie. So it has to have this. It has to have these actors. This is what the script's going to be. Let's not complicate it too much because if we do, like, who knows what's going to happen? We already know that this works. So like, like, how much money has this movie made? Like, it's got to have a passed lot of- a lot of money, right? It's made a lot of yeah. money. Yeah. So. I mean, I bought a ticket. Right. So, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Where could that have gone? I-
0: Man. Feed homeless or something. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, Jurassic World
2: Two thumbs up.
0: I don't I don't even know if I can like recommend seeing it for a fun time. Because no. it is absurdly no, boring. There are
2: tons of bad movies that you can watch for a fun time. This isn't one of this them. This isn't one of them.
0: Buy the room on iTunes and yeah. watch that. Instead. Right.
1: What what I've been telling people is like wait until it's on Netflix or something where you can just like fast forward through it and then catch like moments here and there so you can see how absurd it is. What about when she um, was at her startup at the beginning and it's Congress, a non Eli. Whatever, and Congress decides that they're not going to do anything, and it gets announced on the news, and she's watching the TV, and like I don't know, does a tear go down her cheek or her eyes get watery, and she says, "No one's going to do anything," and she like whispers it to herself, and then meanwhile, all of her sidekicks who are behind her, who could not have possibly heard, are like, "We will."
0: It's it's that starfish you threw back in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Made a difference to that one. There were there were two also, sets of footprints. Last, last thing, but what? her hair's long now, so, so we know, you know that she's, she's nice. like, a good person. <laughs> In the first one, she had a blunt bob, which means she's a corporate monster. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, I don't know. If you're, like, really bored and have $12 to spare, maybe go see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Otherwise, go see Won't You Be My Neighbor, a much better use of your... $12 on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, we will talk to you again next week. We'll tell you what we've been watching. And we'll see you then. Okay. Okay.